everyone. Welcome to So Good Sisterhood. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and my husband Todd and I pastor Christ Fellowship Church together. The So Good Sisterhood is a podcast that is all about investing in every girl from every generation. It's this opportunity to have relevant conversations every single month about living intentionally, leading confidently, and loving generously. And hopefully, it will leave you saying, that was so good. Well, hey, So Good Podcast family. I am so excited about this season of the podcast. Season five is all about the power of our story. See, God is writing an incredible story on your life and your story, it matters. We heard from you over this last season and we're expanding our podcast. We're gonna be going every single week. We're gonna continue to have amazing guest speakers and then we're gonna dig deeper into the truths unpacked in these powerful testimonies by having a conversation with some of our very own amazing sisterhood leaders. So this week, we're actually kicking off our very first conversation with some of my favorite humans that are gonna be sharing chapters from their own God story. So let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the So Good Sisterhood podcast. I'm Carissa Robinson and I'm filling in as the host for Pastor Julie, but I'm excited and I'm grateful that you've leaned in, you're tuning in today. And I'm grateful for those of you that have subscribed to the podcast. You're faithfully listening, leaning in, commenting, letting us know what you're getting out of these episodes. And we just love hearing from you, so keep it up. Hey, if you missed last week's episode, you have got to go back and listen. Pastor Julie kicked off season five with an encouragement that your story matters. This whole season is all about the power of story, and we've got an incredible lineup of stories to share with you. These God stories, or as Pastor Julie calls them, theographies, they are going to build your faith and raise your level of expectation for what God can do. With me today, I have the amazing Lisa Duvall and Dahlia Soto. And these ladies, they do not have a shortage of powerful stories Mm -hmm. to share what God has done in their life. So ladies, thanks for joining today. So excited to have you here. Last week, Pastor Julie shared that the word testimony comes from the Hebrew root word edut, meaning to return to repeat and to do it again. So when we hear the testimonies, we are actually stirring up our faith, inviting Jesus to do it again. Whether we are reading about what God did in the Bible or hearing a testimony from a friend, we all know what it feels like to desperately want God Mm -hmm. to do it again in our lives. Whether it's a healing or a restoration of a relationship or a miracle, we can invite God to do it again. Mm -hmm. Right here on this podcast, I believe God can do it again. So, ladies, let's jump right in. I'd love to know, what are you asking God to do again in your life? I love it. I love it. Thank you, Carissa, for having us. You're doing a great job hosting. (laughs) And I'm so excited, the community that we're building and people are getting their faith encouraged and they're getting equipped and tooled with how to navigate this life. And so I'm so excited that people are here listening. So it's great. Um, And when I think about what God is doing in my life right now, interesting that we are talking about our stories and how they build faith. That's what I'm praying for in this season is an increase of faith. We were challenged a couple of months ago to really lean into the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so as I was praying, God, what do you want me to have more of? I want to lean into that. It was faith. It was, he said, I want you to pray for more faith. And, um, you know, if 
if anyone who's listening is like me, that you've actually prayed for something, that you prayed for an outcome to happen, and it didn't happen. So when I think of that in my own life, I think of other people that are listening that may have experienced their parents getting divorced Mm -hmm. or dealing with terminal illness, or you're really praying that your child will come back to the Lord, or whatever it is, and you're not seeing that. Matter of fact, are you? It's not you're seeing the opposite of that. Mm. Um, a miracle you're praying for, you didn't get that miracle. What does that do to your faith? Yeah. And so that's the journey in this season I've been walking through. Is how can I increase my faith when I feel like the enemy is scattering seeds of doubt? Wow. So I, I actually would. I had this vision of him just he's scattering seeds of doubt, but I've actually allowed him to plant them. I've allowed him to plant seeds of doubt in my life. So I'm going around the field and I'm picking out all the seeds of doubt, you know, but I love Hebrews 11, 1. It talks about the faith and trust is the foundation that we build everything on that's worth living for. And so when we do that, that's where peace comes. And that, that passage, Hebrews 11, talks about, if you're familiar with, it says, by faith, God called us into existence. By faith, Sarah. By faith, Enoch, by faith, Noah, by fa- it, it goes through all of these things. And then it comes to verse 13, where it says, each of these people of faith did not see the promise and they died before they mm. saw the promise. Mm. And so, wow. but they were still people of faith. And so that kind of faith is an extra hard faith to steward and build. But I know that's what God's calling me to do. And so I see it building but I'm studying faith. A couple of things that um, as the enemy was sowing seeds of doubt with me, it's like, this is just positive thinking. Faith is just positive thinking. Well, it actually isn't. I said, I will take that doubt and I will research it. And so I did. And positive thinking is limited by the human mind. Faith is in the supernatural. Yeah. Positive thinking is contained by what we can manipulate in our human spirit. Faith is we have access as children of God to the inheritance, to the all that He has for us, what we cannot even possibly understand. So this isn't just hokey pokey. I don't even know if that's the right word, but like just like it's it's not it's not that it's not it's it's not just positive psychology. Faith is rooted in what we believe to know to be true, what we can't see, even with what we see is opposite of what we're praying for, we can Mm. still build up. Pastor Lisa, thank you for sharing that. You actually spoke directly to my heart with the words you shared, and you'll see why in a second. At the height of the pandemic, um, when we were all trying to figure out what was going on, my dad decided that he wanted to go to Honduras. That's where we're from originally. And he said that he needed to go back because there was something very important that he he needed to carry out. And even though we were frustrated at the time, the grandkids were trying to convince him, we were trying to convince him, he decided to go. So three weeks after he had left, we get a call from the local pastor of the village letting us know that my dad, he wasn't doing well. So we prayed, and that night I went to bed, and then my husband got the call that my dad had passed away. So in the morning, Mm. he needed to tell me. And I'll tell you that in that moment when he shared that with me, I can't shy away from the fact that, yes, I felt sad. I felt Mm -hmm. grief. I I 
you know, I thought of the fact that, wow, my dad has now transitioned from this earthly body Mm. into his spiritual body. And I felt the pain in that moment. But what came after that was pretty cool because there was such a peace that came over me. And it's so beautiful to think back now as to what God used to strengthen me in that season. He used the Word of God. He used worship. And he used my people. Mm. You know, he surrounded me with my people that were calling me and praying for me and encouraging me. And it was pretty cool to watch out. Later on, we got the call from the pastor to let us know that my dad would go every single year to plant a crop. So he would go and plant the seeds and this huge harvest would come. And then the village would come in and they would harvest it and he would give it away. Mm. Uh, So they got to do that that year and they, they got to celebrate his memory. But... During that time, those are the things that got me through. And now, that's what I'm praying over the ladies of our house mm-hmm. that might be going through the loss of a loved one, mm-hmm. the, the, a son, a father, a husband. Just this week, I spoke to three different ladies. Two had lost the husbands, mm-hmm. and one had lost the dad. So that's what I'm praying for them, mm-hmm. that they know that they are not alone yeah. as they navigate all of this, that the Holy Spirit is walking them, that there's a, a whole community of sisterhood and a family and friends that wants to come around them in this season, but we don't have to grieve alone. I love it. He is with us, so I want him to do it again. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, for me, there was this testimony that God had written on my life just a couple years back when I was in that dating season. Any of my girls out there in the dating (laughs) season? (laughs) You know, dating's hard. This is not for the faint of heart. I'm I'm out of the game now. But but when I was, you know, it does take courage. And I was dating my now my husband Cole and I was just really confident six years ago when we were dating, like this is this is it. Like this is good and right and I felt peace and confident that that we're gonna get married that this is going really well and and he felt that and then you know just as dating goes sometimes it gets a bit rocky and and we broke up in fact he broke up with me but I'm okay it's okay there's no bitterness here it's all good it's all good but it was really painful mm-hmm. and I was really heartbroken and I found myself in that season just like devastated and I don't know if you've ever felt heartbreak mm-hmm. yeah. before. I'm sure many of us have. And it's just not a good feeling. It, mm-hmm. It's like the, the pit in your stomach that overtakes every day of your life. And, and that's what I was feeling every day. And I was just devastated because I felt like this was good and right. And we were moving forward. And it's like, I know God's hand is on this. But, but here I am. We're broken up. Mm-hmm. And like this does not feel good. And I was just praying that God would help me navigate that season. And and sure enough, just like he always does, he he spoke to me. But this was one of those moments, Pastor Julie talks about it frequently, like God's always speaking, but there are moments when you know that you know that you know that you heard the voice of God. And and the Holy Spirit just encouraged me, said, I do good work, Mm. so let me do it. Mm. And I was like, I don't, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> this doesn't look good. Um, what I thought, you know, we were dating, we are going to get married, like that looked good, mm-hmm. but this doesn't feel good. Um, but I'm a control freak. And, mm-hmm. and so I realized in that moment, God was going, there's work that I don't just want to do in Cole because he That's shouldn't good. have broke up with you. <laughs> there was work that he wanted to do in Cole, yeah. but there was also work that he wanted to do wow. in me. And, and I needed to give God the space to do mm-hmm. the good work 
that he does mm-hmm. because even when things don't feel good, right. even when things are really difficult, right. he does good work because that's who he is and so the testimony isn't that Cole and I are five years happily married Mm -hmm. that's not the testimony because that's that's not always the story right Right. God doesn't always come through exactly the way you think he is he doesn't always answer the prayer Mm -hmm. uh, the way you think he will but the testimony is really that that I know when things feel uncertain when I am in the most broken place of my life that I can trust that God's always working things out for my good, that he is always going to do a good work, mm-hmm. even if it's not the work that I think he's do that I want him to do or the way I think it should mm-hmm. turn out, that his work is always good. And that word has stuck with me in every season of my life. That's what I think is so cool about all three of these stories and all the stories we're going to hear this season is they're stories for the moment, mm-hmm. but they're things we build on. We build on to the next season, and and it just increases our faith and understanding of God and trust in Him. And I'm sure you will have a time in parenting that you will reflect back to, God is doing a good work. Come on. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Well, hey, Pastor Julie mentioned that we stir up an atmosphere of Mm -hmm. faith when we share what God has done in our life. So I'd love to hear just... What is one God story that has stirred up your faith and it's shaped who you are? Well, I can think of so many stories in the Bible of um, men and women that stir my faith up. But I love that we have a community of sisters and vintage women ahead of us that actually stir up our faith and spur us on. And I have, I'm sure she's a mentor to many um, in our house, but Joy Bray Mm -hmm. is someone who is so many years ahead, but I, I don't have coffee with her every week. I don't have her impart words of wisdom to me on the phone monthly, but I watch her, yeah. mm-hmm. I listen to her, and I am mentored by her in so many ways. And when I think of Proverbs 31, I think of her when we talk about she is clothed with dignity. Mm-hmm. She speaks words of wisdom. She laughs at the future. I'm like, I love this because yeah. that is joy. She is. She talks about this that joy isn't a part of her. wasn't It's something she's had to grow. And so, mm-hmm. but she has had. She and Pastor Don have had a very rich, deep, tough life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has found joy. And she's just an inspiration to me of going. No matter what life deals to you. God is faithful. You can tr- your faith can build. See, right in this season, to me, yeah. she's an example for me, and I love that at Christ Fellowship and in the church that we have people along our same age. I'm inspired and mentored by young people. I think it goes all the way. I'm a all generation mentored woman. Come That's on. what I am. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting you say that because when I first came to Christ Fellowship, this was about 15 years ago now, like Krista was not born yet and she's 15, but I was in a different space, a different place of mind. And, and I remember it being so overwhelming and thinking to myself, I do not belong here. And at that time, I couldn't be in a group that was bigger than four people. And typically they were my own family. So I couldn't be around people. I was very shy, but there were certain people that God placed in my life in that season. And I don't even know if many of them realize it, but they were my mentors. Mm. Like they were mentoring me along the way and they were speaking such words of life. You are more than a conqueror. I see a gifting in you. You are going to speak life into people. And I remember going back home and thinking like getting alone by myself and saying, God, 
who am I to be able to speak into others? I don't have any abilities. I don't even like being around people. <laughs> and I remember that mm. those words just began to simmer in my heart. I love that. And they began to call me up in a way that I was like, all right, God, my breaking point was I'm going to surrender this anxiety, this fear. I'm going to surrender it to you. And I'm going to trust okay. that you are going to be in control and that you are going to do it, that I don't have to do anything. And he began to do it. And I'll tell you, Lisa, it was people like you, mm. you know, running with you in certain seasons and watching how you cared over people and how you didn't run to make decisions, but you prayed about it. You mm. processed just gleaning from you and from other people that were speaking life into that moment. That's what's gotten me here to wow. where I am now. And now I want to pass it on to other people. Cool. But it's so interesting when you surrender mm. the things that you are struggling with to the Lord, what he can do with it. It's wow. pretty remarkable. That's so That's encouraging. So cool. yeah. I love that. And I love that the testimony you're sharing, it's not this mountaintop big yeah. moment where God showed up and did this crazy thing, mm-hmm. but it's the everyday God writing your story word by word, page by page, chapter yeah. by chapter. That is our testimony. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so beautiful. Well, I also love that our testimonies are, there are testimonies filled Mm -hmm. throughout the words Mm -hmm. of the Bible, that scripture is full of testimonies that can stir our faith. And there's one in particular that's kind of funny, but um, it really does stir my faith because um, I don't know if you've heard of Mary and Martha, Mm -hmm. but you can read their story starting in Luke chapter 10 when Mary and Martha are hanging out in the house with Jesus. And you might've heard Martha gets the bad rep here where she's busy in the kitchen, doing all the things, and Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus just with him. And Jesus says that Mary has picked the better thing. Mary won in that moment because she's just with Jesus. She's spending time with Jesus. Martha was so concerned about all the things. And, you know, I've, I've found myself there where I'm like, man, I'm Martha. I'm that girl. Like, <laughs> I get so caught up. And, I love and both of them. but I love Martha. them both, but I'm Martha in the story. And, you know, it, sometimes I get discouraged because I'm that girl. I'm the girl that's, that's, that's the busy one mm-hmm. and sometimes misses, misses it, misses the moment to just be with Jesus. And, but I'm encouraged because actually later in Scripture, you can read in John chapter 11, Mary and Martha, these sisters, they've got this brother Lazarus and, and he dies. And, um, and, and they call on Jesus to come and, and heal him before he dies. And Jesus doesn't come. And, and they're all like, okay, he's not coming. And, and, and then he dies. And, and then Jesus does come. He actually comes two days later after Lazarus dies. Mm-hmm. And Martha, who has the bad rep from the last story, actually chases down Jesus while he's on the way and was like, it's not too late, Jesus. You can still heal him. I know he's dead, but, but you got this. You're, you're God. And, 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 and Mary, the girl who did it right last time, she actually she stays back. She's bitter. She's upset because they called on Jesus and he didn't show up when, he thought, when they thought he should have shown up. And... And so she stays back. She doesn't meet Jesus in that moment. In fact, she tells Jesus, you're, you're late. And I was encouraged because <laughs> Mary, who won in the last story, and Martha, who lost, Martha won in this story. And Mary, she really, she missed it. Yeah. And that encourages my faith because right, yeah. sometimes even Jesus' closest friends, sometimes they win 
and sometimes they lose. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they get it right and sometimes they miss it. And that really is my story. Come on, that's our story. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But it's so relatable because mm-hmm. because it is our story. Yeah. But I also love in, in John chapter 11, Jesus does show up two days after the death of Lazarus and he heals him. And he's raised from the dead and he's totally fine. Yeah. And I am encouraged because Jesus seemed late to Mary, but he's never late. He's always on time, that nothing is too dead, nothing is too broken, that Jesus is never late to our story, that he's always right on time. He's always working it out for us. And that, I don't know, that story just stirs my faith. I love, that's one of my favorite Bible stories. Well, hey, thanks so much for tuning in. And I loved hearing y'all's stories, so beautiful and so powerful. And we want to hear your story. So make sure you take some time to head to the show notes where you can actually tell us your story, share your story with us, and actually some of them might be featured on the podcast so do it we want to hear it we love you so much and we'll see you back for our next episode we're so glad you joined us today for the so good sisterhood podcast for additional resources and show notes from today's episode check out our website sogoodsisterhood.com Remember, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but He's always doing a new thing. What step are you going to take today so you don't miss out on it? If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend or just leave us a comment. We hope today's episode leaves you feeling so good.